destination your goal. Make the, make the trip your goal. Being such a worldly adventurer, Stephanie has so many years of experience under her belt. Uh, very recently, she had to change course of her adventure and under, go on a completely different adventure that she had not planned because she assessed the risk and she knew what risks were worth taking and what risks were not. And it is how important, she obviously knows how important it is to be safe. I absolutely respect her for that. And I wanted her to share the tips for what is it that we can do to keep ourselves safe and yet undertake any adventure that we want to take. What are the things that we should do? What are the things that we should not do? So here we have Stephanie today with us sharing all the wisdom that she has gathered all over these years in next 10 minutes for us. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you for being here and sharing this with us. You have seen a lot. You have experienced a lot. I'm sure you must have paid some price for it. What, what is the biggest sacrifice that you have ever made to have the life that you have had? Wow. Well, it took me a few extra years to get my degree. I went to, I have to get my transcripts from about 13 different colleges and universities. So I was in and out of my education, but I think that made it more meaningful to me. I always was going to get educated, but I think the trip in the Middle East and, and in Egypt and North Africa was, it was amazing and it was really intense. And so there's always a little bit of PTSD stuff, you know, from having to be so hyper vigilant and a woman, you know. Um, not 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 heavy duty or anything like that, but there's always you know that kind of reaction. But it also taught me how to be in the world and be safe and be low keyed and like I know how to. Not that I could always be safe, but I have so many ways to prevent myself from being um, noticed, you know, or bringing attention to me or those kinds of things, so I can remain safe. But so I don't. You know, I don't know. I mean, friends and friends and family spend a lot of time away from them. That's hard. And you know, the truth is, when you come back from traveling, people are like, oh, how was your trip? How did it go? And they want to know a couple of things. And, you know, you get about five minutes. And then it's kind of done because experience is experience, you know, and people aren't going to want to know what my everyday was like and how this and what I went through and that and it, it, it's just the truth of it. It's not that people aren't kind or aren't compassionate. It's just not of their realm of experience. So um, I learned from my first trip that when you get home, if you're not traveling for yourself and your own personal growth and knowledge, you know, then you, you shouldn't be traveling. You know, it's not about it's ego and it's not about all these other things and people aren't going to be, hi, it's all about you, you know, it's about what you give while you're traveling and what, what you get back. And um, so I think it's a real individual, personal journey. I've learned that. You know. It's it's just, just to listen to it from you sounds so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but what's the reality? <laughs> <laughs> you, you mentioned a little bit about safety and you kind of have strategies on how to be safe. Can you say a little bit more about that? Because that's the 
main concern most women have when they want to go on travel especially if they want to go alone yes and and i i travel a lot alone i mean i do I, i've been driving all over for the last 10 years I, my family's up in Canada, family down in southern arizona so i travel a lot and i always sleep in my car i i, I was raised to like why would you pay to sleep in a motel <laughs> If I'm going to sleep, I if I'm at a rest stop, I'll get ready for bed, you know, do whatever I need to do. But I won't sleep there. I'll go to another place because people have seen me and know I'm alone in a car. So I then I have my bed made in the back, everything ready, and I just slip into sleep. So nobody knows a woman alone in a car sleeping. Um, I'm good at finding places out of the way um, to sleep. I found this great. This this feels like a hack. Um, Sometimes when you're stuck and you're in a in a town or small town there's construction sites and um I can pull in there they have porta potties which I don't really want to use but it so it looks like I'm the guard for the site for the night I can pull in there and sleep without being hassled I mean there's all these little tricks you learn on the road it's like it's like and and I and I sometimes end up where all the homeless people are or I if I don't can't find a place I ask them where they stay and I make coffee for everybody in the morning and um i learned their stories and i learned that you know they're not that different than me i'm just lucky you know so safety i do safety things like that i um on the trip i have i have i have a vest with like 12 pockets in it so all my safety gear my satellite phone and you know little things that i might need to build a fire and survive for a few days if i fall out of the boat and it goes off without me you know um i have ropes i have a long stern line and i've had i have knots in it and then i have loops where it comes down off the boat so i can get my feet in and get back in the boat especially if i'm hypothermic from being in the water um i can i have a i put cleats around the inside of the boat so that i can um i run a rope through it and everything's tied down but i can also hook my belt onto it so if i get caught in a squall and i'm scared and i'm not sure when i'm or um I'm tied in the boat goes over everything floats I float we all float together you know until we bump into some land you know and and I still have all my gear and I'm still functioning um I sleep on islands in the middle of the river so the bears can see me from a long way away um it keeps down mosquitoes as well I don't go up creeks because that's where the bears are fishing and that's where the mosquitoes will make me insane <laughs> um Um I have I have I have scenarios that I've run in my head for possible all possibilities you know sometimes the moose are crossing the river with young and moose are huge and they can be aggressive especially if they have young so I have a pipe pole and a way to get around the moose and, and moose and you know things like that I, I don't know I have a sail I can throw up if I have a backwind um I have solar power keep things charged so I can I have a the sat phone has an emergency buttons on it two buttons that you move and sends out your GPS coordinates and SOS so they'll text you if and if you need to be taken out they'll be there if they don't answer they'll come get you um those kinds of things didn't exist before you just had to go by the grace of god <laughs> and hope that you made it but now and I like this because I am older you know I'm not as strong and um I'm wiser maybe I may be a little more focused but I I I need to have those opportunities to 
has it made it more fun or less fun because of all these gadgets and all these things available? There's a part of me that just wants to go tech free, you know, just do it the old fashioned way. And, um, because I'm a bit of a purist, I never use a motor, you know, I've, I've always, you know, but, um, there's also a part of me that if, if I want to continue to do, do these adventures, I need to be able to be safe. And I need my family and people who love me to feel like I'm safe. So um, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, you know, toss up. I, I'm hoping to be sure I have this app phone and I have a solar panel. I can charge up some, some things, but it's not like I'm going to sit there and play on my phone or listen to music or, you know, because I can, charge my phone with you know the whole idea is to be present in the moment but to have resources if you need them. it's technology when needed only for what it's needed right right yeah i guess we could use that formula to have better life right here also you're right i mean i think you know of course i'm the generation that goes oh my gosh everybody's always looking at their phone so many people like think they're talking to me and they're not you know <laughs> when you walk down the street or you kind of look and then you talk, talk to people and they're really not even having a conversation with you they're on something you can't see <laughs> you said that things need to be experienced on your own but I'm going to cling on to you like <laughs> I'm going to suck it from your experiences and share it with other people you know and that's part of the empowerment of women we share each other's experience well men and women you know not but, but but sometimes are less able or, or feel less confident to to do these kinds of things. And so um, I experience things vicariously through people all the time. But I'm also a kinesthetic learner, <laughs> so until I do it, you know, I don't get it in me. But but definitely, if I have a, a, the ability, um, I'm going to be taking, like I said lots of little videos and I'm going to do a day by day journal of my campsite. I think I'm doing a journal of me, just a selfie. And I'm going to run it together as a fast movie. Like I would change, you know, if you see the change, you know, in your face from three months in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> my hair will be longer. Um, what advice do you give to someone who wants to go on an adventure like yours? especially women? Do your research, you know. Um, go over your planning. Um, run your scenarios. Check your gear. Um, and then go in with go in with an open heart and um, stay present, stay focused every minute and be open to learning what you, what you can learn. Um, the other main, the other really big piece is don't make, don't make the destination your goal. Make the, make the trip your goal. Like I might not make it to the Bering Straits. It might be too hard. The weather might change. So I'm, I will, I'll, I'm just floating the river. Whether I get to Amonic or not, it doesn't really matter. I'm going to just go out there and have an experience that is safe and works for me. And I'm determined. I'm not, I don't give up. Oh, it's raining. I had to sit in my camp for two days. That, that stuff doesn't bother me. But don't go out when it's unsafe. Don't push yourself to the end if you're sick. You know, know yourself and be, be smart, be reasonable and make the journey the lesson and the experience, not the destination. I feel like I'm sitting in front of a person who has 
one has answers for everything, has everything figured out, and she knows exactly where she is going, and she's going to do it. I, 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 you know, I've done what I can, and then the universe will have to provide. You know, I, I can let go. That's the thing. I've done. I, you do everything you can, then you let go, and we'll see. We'll see. And, and I don't have ego engaged. You know, if I don't. If I only make it to Port Yukon, or not make it past there, but Yukon Crossing or Galena or someplace along the way, that's okay. You know, I, I, I've had a great journey. And, you know, because there was a guy I met who had to pull out because the winds were so bad he couldn't get around the point. And then he waited it out for quite a few days. And um, So I know that those things can happen, and I'm okay. I, I want women to know they can get out there and do stuff, you know, more than they think. And with a little bit of effort, you know, give, start walking, start getting in shape. Like I see so many women my age that are done, you know, and I, I, you know, I hope I can do this when I'm 80. And I think, um, and I've seen with the new generation coming up, you know, they're more, much more into fitness and doing things and staying strong. And women in their 30s, you know, are doing CrossFit and all this stuff. And when I was in my 30s, I'm the only person who catch a throw a football, you know. <laughs> So I like that it's changing, and I want I, I like and it doesn't have to be negative. But as women, we we can do more than we think, you know. And we just we just have to have rules for ourselves, you know. And, and do the prevention. I mean, I've worked for twenty five years with kids who are emotionally disturbed, and it can be incredibly aggressive. And the whole thing is prevention. Ninety five, ninety nine percent build relationship and prevent, so that that behavior doesn't happen. And um, and so we, I, you know, we just do. We have to be preventative, and then we just have to have fun, you know. 